0: Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. On March 17th, the Seahawks signed former Rams tight end Gerald Everett to a one-year, $7 million contract. The 26-year-old has been a thorn in the side of the Seattle defense for the past four seasons, having caught 17 passes for 223 yards in eight games against Seattle. Now, Everett joins the Seahawks with the chance to team up with offensive coordinator Shane Waldron, who was Everett's position coach during his first year in the NFL. In a recent press conference, Everett spoke about what he has learned from Waldron and about his eagerness to work with him. One
1: thing that I've learned specifically was just uh, attention to detail, you know, something that really wasn't harped on at the college level that much. You know, having Shane come in my first year it was really
0: a plus for me and, you know, helped me become a, a pro. According to Everett, 41-year-old Waldron, who has coached for the Patriots, Rams, and the football team during his NFL coaching career, is the perfect man for the job. Well, they're getting a mastermind, you know, similar
1: to McVay. You know, I think McVay and Shane put their heads together and, and you had the magic that we were able to whip up in Los Angeles. But uh, having Shane in Seattle now, uh, you know, it's definitely, we're able to see really what he can do, isolated away from the group and just, you know, give him a new set of pieces and just see how he uses them. But, you know, the fans and the 12 have to see,
0: you know, just how it all plays out. Everett says this desire to work with Waldron who was officially named the team's offensive coordinator on January 29th, was a key factor in his decision to sign with Seattle. Well, when Shane uh, went first went to Seattle, I mean,
1: you know, obviously, you know, the, the, the idea was always there, it lingered in my head, but also, you know, you have to understand it's a business and, you know, Shane has definitely been pivotal in my career and definitely been a mentor and a coach. And, you know, he's definitely just shown me the ropes. And of course, you know, we've had that tight knit relationship since I've got in and, still remains, obviously. And yes, he was a, a factor in my decision to come to
0: Seattle. Everett says another factor in his decision to sign with the Seahawks was the culture in Seattle as well as the personnel. You know,
1: Seattle having a great organization and winning culture and great players like Russ, and DK and, you know, Bobby Wagner and a bunch of other guys. But, um, you know, as far as free agency, you know, I just wanted to take the best offer. And I feel like a lot of times monetary might not be the best option. It might more so be the uh, pieces that are already on the team, an example like a Russell Wilson, you know, I wasn't able to play with a quarterback like Russ up to this point in my career. You know, I've had a different quarterback each place I've been. So, you know, to be able to play with a guy like Russ's caliber is really exciting to me.
0: Gerald Everett is coming off an excellent year in which he set career highs in both receptions, 41, and yards, 417. Now moving up the Pacific Coast to Seattle, he hopes to grow as a player and ingratiate himself into the Seahawks' highly skilled offense right away.
1: Oh, uh, you know, I'm trying to be the best as possible, you know, that I could possibly be, whether that be a tight end or receiver or, or running back. Uh, obviously, you guys know that I've, you know, been utilized in multiple ways. And, you know, I don't like to really just look at myself solely as a tight end. But, um, you know, to date, no, I don't think that I've really eclipsed or reached my peak. And I definitely think that, you know, Russell and Seattle can assist me in doing so and along with Pete and Shane and as Shane has been doing, but um, I definitely think I can take the next step. So, you know, I really don't know what that looks like me taking the next step because I really don't think I have a ceiling, honestly.
0: Everett says he thinks he can serve the offense in a number of different ways and is excited to be bringing this versatility to an already potent offense. I mean, I can be a receiver. I can be a tight end. I can run the ball. I can pass
1: pro. I can take the top off the defense, you know, and Seattle already has all those things in the offense, and I feel like I can only add more and be more of an a addition to it. You know, doing whatever I need to do in a run game, pass game, just be whatever player I need to be for Seattle, you know, to help us win as many games as possible. You know, I definitely want to be an asset and not a liability, so I just think that, you know, I need to bring, you know, my full game and a good head to a good head to work every day and just put my head down and just see what
0: happens. A key part in getting in tune with the offense and showcasing his versatility will be building a rapport with Russell Wilson, as well as the rest of the pass catchers on the team. Everett says that plans to do so are already in motion. Russ and I, we're actually coordinating now to get together uh, in San Diego to start
1: throwing around, you know, me, him, and DK. And I talked to Tyler yesterday, you know, it's his birthday, so, you know, we're all pretty tight in communication from day one. I've been to the facility
0: and you know, seeing everything in the locker room and starting to get a feel for it and uh, just waiting for that move. Unfortunately, COVID procedures have derailed some of his offseason plans. Everett is still living in Los Angeles, and although he has seen the facility in person, his move to Seattle is still ongoing. Despite this offseason's upheaval, Everett is confident that his hard work will have him prepared for the upcoming season.
1: I'm in LA, I'm still in LA, doing the same thing, uh, you know, training every day, well, most days, just making sure my body's as fresh as it needs to be prepared since we probably won't have OTAs. Just trying to condition, you know, a little bit of traveling. My mom's birthday is tomorrow, so, you know, I'm going to travel for that. But other than that, just, you know, laying low and just keeping my body where it needs to be and good mental space and getting ready for this upcoming season. We didn't have OTAs last year, and I think, you know, we all adapted to that pretty well in the whole COVID procedures. But uh, this year, you know, it'll be interesting to see. But I know August will be ready, though.
0: Getting to the NFL was no easy task for Everett, and it's clear that this work ethic has helped him every step of the way. He played basketball and track in high school, but did not compete in high school football until his senior year and played for five different schools during his college career, including a community college and Alabama-Birmingham, whose football program was canceled during his time at the school. Everett has redemption tattooed on his right arm to remind himself of his continued struggle to be great. redemption, you know, it's just like a a second chance at something or third, you know, it's
1: just I went to a bunch of schools, five to be exact. And, you know, a lot of people really thought that my chances to play professional would diminish, you know, going to so many different schools and so many different stops and transfers. But surprisingly, I graduated on time, you know, four years in college and went high in the draft. So, uh, you know, I guess it would more so be one of those things where you just have to just stay, roll with the punches and just stay
0: focused and do what you have to do. For the time being though, Everett seems to be pretty happy where he is in Seattle. He says he's excited to check out the Emerald city and nearby Vancouver, BC, as well as experience what it's like to have the 12s on his side for a change.
1: Well, you know, obviously, you know, Russ, uh, you know, having a guy like that, a quarterback of that caliber and being able to, you know, mobilize the offense, like he can, I've never played with anything like that or anyone like that. So, you know, I want to, you know, play alongside a DK and alongside a Tyler and, you know, under Pete Carroll, like I said, you know, just want to win as many games as we can. And also play for the 12 and, you know, the 12's gotten loud. It's been a great atmosphere playing against them for four years, like you said, and I just can't wait to put on blue and green and see how it feels.
0: And now we just have to wait 155 days until we see Everett in that uniform on opening day. Practically right around the corner, isn't it? Did I say that with enough sarcasm? A big thanks to Wilson Con for his work in producing this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore con. Conn spelled C-O-N-N. You can follow me on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. Check out Wilson's latest article up at FieldGoals.com. The Jets traded Sam Darnold to the Panthers here recently, and it's a move I didn't expect to care about when the offseason started, but... Thanks to guys like Dan Orlovsky and Nick Wright for coming up with some wacky trade ideas to get Russell Wilson to the Bears. We have them to thank for that. Carlos Dunlap at least had some encouraging words about the Russell Wilson situation on Tuesday. That article by Stan T.B. Taylor is up at fieldgoals.com. Check that out. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. Until next time, go Hawks.